0: Hey, I'm Jenny. And I'm Lindsay, and you're listening to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast.
1: This is the place for you if you wanna learn all the things about hosting a virtual summit.
0: We've hosted and produced countless summits and we can't wait to share with you all of
1: our biggest secrets. So sit back, grab your favorite drink, and get ready to put on a killer summit experience. Welcome to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast. In today's episode, we're chatting all about people's talking about, I do not have time to host a virtual summit. This is something we see quite frequently um, among Facebook groups. They're like, I really want to host a virtual summit. It looks like a cool opportunity, but I don't think I have time to host a virtual summit. So we're addressing that kind of mindset issue, um, obligation, not obligation, um, what is it called? Objection. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're addressing that in this episode. Um, But first, before even diving in, I do want to acknowledge that it is a big time commitment to host a summit. It's not something you would want to add to your plate if you have a million and 10 other obligations. Mm -hmm. But if you do have extra time on your plate and you still think you don't have time to host a summit, That's kind of what we're addressing today. Like I said, if you have like 20 businesses and you have 30 kids, I mean, that's a little, a bit of an exaggeration, but if you have a lot going on, if you have, if it's like a hard time for you right now, like I wouldn't try hosting a summit in the next 30 days, but I think it's definitely a doable thing for people at different points in their business, depending on a couple factors. So I'm going to let Lindsay kind of dive into the benefits of hosting a summit and why you would actually want to spend that extra time to host it because it is a time, big time commitment, but it is worth it in the long run.
0: Yeah. So there are so many benefits of hosting a summit. You know, it is a great way. So we, we, we're always talking about growing your income impact and influence. So A summit can be a boost to your income, like in a pretty quick boost. I mean, it takes a lot of work. We recommend 90 days to plan, but then once the promotion period starts, um, sales start coming in, you know, so it can be a boost to your, to your income and a, a quick one. So it is a lot of work, but it can be a nice big boost, just like you're launching just about anything else. Um you can boost your subscribers because it grows your list. And if you've listened to some of our other episodes where I talk about the lifetime value of, you know, a lead or a, a customer. So even if somebody gets on your list for the free summit and doesn't upgrade, they're now on your list. So you now have the benefit of this person being interested in something you put on and what you have to say and you can nurture and maybe convert them into something else. Like who knows, they could be your next best fan, you know, or raving fan or whatever. Um, A summit because it brings so many people together and audiences together, it really does grow kind of your impact because you get to impact so many people by putting on this event. Um, it's normally at least in the hundreds, if not thousands, depending on how large your event is, but being able to share this amazing free content is just, I think a nice thing to do. I mean, it helps your business, but you help all of those people. And then I would say the other benefit really comes in to the relationships that you start or continue to build with the people that are actually in your summit, as well as the attendees, like the active attendees. So, there are so many ways to connect with people. And I think in the last episode, I did also say that the success of a summit isn't just boiled down to the income you make or the amount of subscribers that you gain. There are more benefits to it. And those are really the reasons why you should want to spend this time on a summit if it's a good fit and you do have some open space. And as Jenny said, um, well, first of all, we know a summit is not for everyone. But as Jenny said, there are different points in your business where a summit might make sense. Like you might be super busy now with homeschooling kids because of COVID and all of that stuff. So it might just not make sense now, but it might make sense in a few months. And then we're also going to talk about some time savers that will also maybe make a summit a good decision, even if you're busy and thinking you don't have time right now. So I'll let Jenny jump into the first one.
1: Yeah. And before I jump into the first one, I did want to mention how Lindsay said, like, when you get people on their list, even if they're the free lead and they may not have bought that summit at first, they may buy from you in the future. And that's just kind of Really driving home the point of having a niche summit because if your summit had nothing to do with any of the products you sell down the line, that person's probably not going to purchase anything because they're not interested in that topic. So Mm -hmm. I just wanted to kind of bring that up and say, like, that is just the value of having a really niche summit that relates back to your products. For example, my my summit is called the Profitable Podcast Summit. I also am debuting the Profitable Podcast Manager Summit, which is a new summit that I haven't done yet. But my products are all related to podcasting. So every single person who joined my list is going to have at least one product that is applicable to them, even if they're not a, a entrepreneur podcaster. Like m- even hobby podcasters can get value from things I'm sharing, whether free or paid. So that is just kind of the really like driving point of like have a summit, but have a summit that is actually going to benefit you down the road, not just in terms of email subscribers today. So now we can hop into the time saver. So the first one is to start small and not everything has to be done your first time around. If you saw Lindsay and I's were summit to what we do now it's not the same. We've changed so many things. We've changed the style. We've changed the format. We've changed the branding. We've changed our sales copy, which obviously we get new speakers every single year. Um there's so many things that are different and we add new elements each and every time we host a summit. We add new freebies. Um we add like new things to the free ticket. We add new things to the upgrades. We add new things in just pretty much every aspect of things. So you don't need to go all out your very first summit. Like if you just want to interview 10 15 people and sell the all access pass and not even sell like an upgraded thing with courses, that's totally fine. If you don't want to sell anything your first time, Totally fine. (laughs) And, you know, if you want to sell, but you don't want to do like a product launch after the fact, that's fine too. Like, there's so many different ways you can do it and make it still beneficial, but not like the big, like the whole big summit thing. Like, I participated in summits where they only sold like a $47 all access pass, and that was totally fine. And I participated in one similar to ours where, you know, there's several different levels of involvement that you can purchase and a free ticket. So it's really up to you and your time commitment to what you can do. You don't need to do it all.
0: Yeah. And to jump in on that, our first summit, we did interviews and we did just sell an all access pass with the interviews. Like I think they got the second half of the interview. If they upgraded, they only got half of it. When I say half, they were technically two different interviews. We just dug deeper in the second half of the interview. That, that's all we did. We didn't have any transcripts or workbooks. We didn't have any courses, any of that. And um, on the actual pages, we they were very basic, like just, just the video. I think we did a chat for that one. And they were they were pretty plain now when you go to our summits we have nice buttons on the side leading to workbooks and for gifts and to upgrade and we have a nice little call out section for the speaker and we're reminding them to upgrade if they haven't and to take and to download the workbook and to join the facebook group and to join the take action session and each time we've just expanded did not do this on our first go around um and we just keep on making improvements each time we do the summit, so you can definitely start small.
1: Curious about if hosting a virtual summit will be a good fit for you, then we've got just the thing. Head to summitsuccessquadcom quiz and take our free quiz that will let you know if hosting a summit should be in your future.
0: The next one is going to be outsourcing. So this is something we actually have not done ourselves because we are crazy people, <laughs> but we definitely recommend outsourcing. And that's actually what we help you with here at Summit Success Squad. So we have various ways you can work with us, whether you want full summit launch support, if you just want to hire us for a VIP day, we do a strategy day, we do a website day, and we do like a tech day where we load all of the pieces, like all of your emails and interviews and all of that, individual seeker pages and all of that good stuff. But outsourcing and like delegating some of the work definitely helps because there is a lot that goes into running a summit. And I mean, me and Jenny have run, I think we're planning our six one together. And then we have each run solo summits. And The difference in the amount of work the solo summit was compared to doing it together was astounding because now we didn't, I didn't have Jenny to help with some stuff. And Jenny didn't have me to help with some stuff. It was just a lot on one person's plate.
1: Yeah, it is a lot. And you don't need to outsource at all, but just like small things, even like having someone take on the admin stuff is a big deal. Cause like keeping up with All of making sure everyone submits all their information and making sure all the presentations and stuff that is like a full-time job in itself some days. So, um, just kind of like picking and choosing what you want to outsource is really, really handy. Um, and obviously you don't have to hire us, but that is, those are definitely services that we offer. And, um, we think it's really important to outsource if you can, because it is such a big undertaking, especially the first time, um, because you're starting essentially from scratch, you know, after you host your first or second one, you're always, you always have stuff to refer back to. You can even just tweak the copy and stuff. It's not as big of an undertaking. Um, and our third time saving tip is to just pick a time when you're less busy. Like right now, if you're homeschooling kids, if your kid say, for example, like obviously September is probably a pretty busy time for most people. Cause like late August, early September, their kids are going back to school in a non COVID world. Um, You know, there's lots of stuff going on in the fall. Your kids probably have sports and dance and all this stuff going on. So I would say just pick a time where you are less busy, maybe um, a time where you don't have as many clients, or you, um, if you have like an agency, you can outsource some of the client work and stuff. Um, Or if you're doing, if you have products or whatever, a time where you're not launching your product at the exact same time, you know, or you could launch your product afterwards for an extra cash. Kind of injection into your business. But just pick a time where you're less busy and where people are less busy. Like, you know, a lot of people are also busy during the summer in a non COVID world because they're traveling. So just pick a time where you feel less busy and you feel like you can take on the commitment of a summit.
0: Yeah. And I think that is really important because that's how we, really decided when we were going to host our two summits in April and October. And those have just kind of worked for us. So now that's what we do every year are those two times. And then for my solo summit, um, I had picked a time where Jenny had actually went on maternity leave. So it was in between our two summits. We were lighter at things at back then up level your biz. So it was the perfect time for me because I was less busy. But besides that, I think those are the main time savers that could make um, hosting and running a summit not as much time or as 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 you think it's as you think it's going to be, and really kind of crush those objections and really think about. Are you saying you don't have time because you're scared and this is something new and it's kind of just an excuse, or do you really not have time and it's something you want to do, but you're just going to look for a time in your schedule in the year that's a little less busy. So just be honest with yourself about that. And also, if a summit isn't your thing, don't worry about it, but assuming since you're listening to this podcast, you're probably interested in hosting a summit. So yeah, just be honest with yourself about that. So we want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. You can find the show notes at www.summitsuccess slash episode eight. And if you have been wanting to plan a virtual summit, but you don't know where to start, we highly recommend you download our summit planning blueprint that goes over our signature five piece summit planning framework. You can snag that at www.summitsuccesssquad.com slash blueprint. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would be so very grateful if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Play. And we will see you in the next episode.
1: Thank you so much for spending time with us today on the Virtual Summit Secrets Podcast.
0: If this episode was helpful, be sure to share it on social media and tag us at Summit Success Squad or personally share with someone you know could benefit from the episode. New episodes will be released every Wednesday. See you next time.